hey, hey, I hope you're having a great day. Happy Monday. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations, and chase that five-star feeling. I'm your host, Gwen, and today I'm joined by Richard Denny, a dear friend and author from the YouTube channel, Bookishly Richie. Richie and I are both fans of mysteries, so we thought we'd recommend some of our favorites with you today. My name is Richard Denny. I am an author on YouTube and I've um, been writing for about nine years, been published since 2011, mostly self-publishing. Yeah, I think I probably have like around nine books out, which is so weird to me because I'm, I, I look back and I'm like, how? But aside from that, I also do like graphic designing. You know, I design my own book covers. I design things for other people's YouTube channels. Um, intros, banners, all that. I will have links to Richie's social media available in the notes of the show as always. I will have his YouTube channel, Instagram, podcast, books, all of that will be linked in the notes of today's show. Also make sure you head over and follow me on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast. And consider joining the Night Owls on Patreon for just $5 a month. For $5, you get extra bonus monthly episodes, behind the scenes content, access to the Discord channel, exclusive reading vlogs. I'm actually working on the very first one now milestone pins, which are these cute little pins. Once you've been with me for three months, you receive one, six months, one year, and so on. Also, voting power, which is huge because I make my patrons make all of the hard decisions. And of course, we're doing movie watches and things like that as well. So head over. We're having a great time over there. I also want to remind you that our first book discussion of 2022 is coming up. In two weeks, Sarah and I will be discussing The Night Shift by Alex Finlay, and it should be a great episode. There will be a spoiler-free section at the beginning of the episode so that you can tune in even if you haven't had a chance to read the book. I will also be doing a signature cocktail that I pair with the book like I do every single book discussion. Oh, that's another thing. On my Patreon, I do little recipe cards for all of the drinks for all of the book discussions. So definitely hop over to Patreon, $5 a month, gives you access to a bunch of bonus content. Now I have some questions for you. What's the last book you gave five stars to? The last book I gave five stars was Misery by Stephen King. I watched the movie first. I, I watched the movie when I was a kid. So so reading the book now, because this is the first time I had read it, it was I think last year. And the first time I had read it, I was like, Stephen King is insane. All right, next question. What book has been on your TBR the longest and why haven't you read it yet? I think for me, it would probably be book two in the Books of Elsewhere series by Jacqueline West. It's a middle grade fantasy series and I read the first book in 2010 
And yeah, so that's how long it's been. And I I have the books on my shelf, but I have not read the sequel. Yeah, you're like me. We don't do sequels and series and all that very well. It takes us forever. Well, the problem that I find with them is that I read the first one and I'm gung-ho about it. But then it takes a year, sometimes two years to come out with the other one. And I've read so many books in between that. I've read like 100 books since I read that other book. And I'm like... I need to either go back, like, I feel like I'm wasting a book, you know, like, I I could be reading a brand new book, but I have to go back and reread the first book, or whatever the previous book to move on to the other one. Okay, so the next question I have for you is pick your poison, you can choose one or the other. What's your favorite book of all time? Or who's your favorite author? Well, I think you know this. So it's John Belair's. Um, You know, it's funny, though, as I don't think I have a favorite book of all time. That's a weird thing. And even like, even if I throw John Belair's in the ring, I still don't think I have a favorite of all time. Like it's, it's, it's like a little group of books that I, I look back at and I'm like, okay, these are the ones that I like, I cherish those ones. So like probably for me would be The Lamp from the Warlock's Tomb by John Belair's, um, The Field Guide, which is the first book in the Spider-Man Chronicle series, which really weird is that John Belair's is my favorite author, but... The Spider-Wit Chronicles is my favorite book series of all time. Like that one, I think I remember I, got my, I had a friend in high school who bought me the first book back in 2003. And he bought it for my birthday. And I remember being like, what, I didn't really read that much back then. I was, um, I, I had, well, interestingly, I took classes in school that were like, um, like special learning there are special classes for people who were had a hard time like understanding like math and like certain things. So I took classes like that in high school and during that time I sort of felt like I was dumb, so I didn't read. Like I felt like I couldn't like I was like, "Well, I don't belong there in the library because I don't, you know." So when he bought me that book, I remember being like, "Oh, this is the first book I kind of like own that's like mine." And I remember I read it and I was like, why do I want to read? <laughs> um, so on to our current reads. I, like I said, I already mentioned I am currently reading The Night Shift by Alex Finlay. And I'm about 50% into the book. It's reading very quickly. It's only like 309 pages. Um, and I don't want to say anything because obviously it's for the next episode. So, um, but yeah, reading that. What are you reading? I, well, I just finished it, actually. I just finished it. It was The Maid. Okay, so... I enjoyed, like, aspects of it. Like, I still gave it, I think I gave it three stars. I enjoyed, like, when I had first picked it up, I was like, okay, so the cover looks cute. Which leads me to believe that this is going to be, like, the woman across the street from the woman, you know what I mean? (laughs) I haven't seen that yet. But my friends are like, we have to watch this together. I'm like, okay. It's really good, but, um... I was like, this is this this feels like it's gonna have a little bit of quirk to it, but we'll see. It's one thing that bothers me about books like about books like this is that if someone has a um, a condition, you know, like autism, um, Asperger's, you know, ADHD, we know if we're reading these books and we don't understand that, we're not told that, we find out later on. It makes us feel like assholes. It's very obvious to us what's going mm-hmm. on as the reader. <laughs> you know, you're like, it's right like, there. Uh, it's like, right what's there. Wrong with this girl. <laughs> yeah, and then they they kind of touch on it, but not really until like towards the end. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that's yeah, why she doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, all right. But um, I still like, I still enjoyed it. It's just that um, I was expecting something different. You know what I mean? For anybody that doesn't know, mysteries are a genre of fiction that follows a crime, like a murder or a disappearance, from the moment it is committed to the moment it is solved. Mystery novels are often called whodunits um, because they turn the reader into the detective, trying to figure out the who, what, when, where, how of a particular crime. Most mysteries feature a detective or a private eye solving a case, but some even have like your everyday person trying to solve the mystery. I think those are like my personal favorite because it's like, mm -hmm. of course, the the private investigators can figure it out you know um so all right do you want to go ahead and jump into some recommendations i'll let you get us started sharp objects by gillian flynn and i remember i read this in 2014 um and it was around the time that gone girl was still like everyone was like gone girl gone girl and i remember i bought gone girl and then i was watching someone's reading vlog and they spoiled everything of Gone Girl? And they and the thing about it was that they didn't say, like, spoilers. Oh, my goodness. They just said yeah. it. Yeah. <gasps> they were just like, oh, this. And I was like. What? And I think I paid, like, $15 for that book, too. Wow. So it completely destroyed my, like, like me wanting to actually sit down and read it. I was like, I'm like I love her writing. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's a shame. But Sharp Objects was good. I liked that one. I think I liked the um, movie or the, you know, adaptation of it a little bit better because this book was a little slow for me and I felt like seeing it played out, it was like better. Jillian Flynn can do no wrong when she coming out with another book. <laughs> I was going to recommend The Maid by Nita Prose. Um, it's about an eccentric hotel maid that discovers a guest murdered in his bed and solving the mystery will turn her like orderly world upside down. It's a new release. It just came out this year. I picked mine up from Book of the Month and I read it in January and I immediately fell in love with Molly the Maid. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I think one of the things about it that I was just like, if they made this into a movie, um, you know, thinking about like, you know, like how it would work, like it would be a good movie or would it be a good limited series? I think it would be a good movie. Um, but I also think, um, like, I don't know why after I was done reading it, I was like, I can totally see Wes Anderson doing this. Oh, that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I started getting into Mary Higgins Clark and I started getting into her books. Was it last year? It was the beginning of last year, and I was walking. So I was like, I need to, I was I was listening to music. And then I was like, okay, well, I like listening to music, but I kind of feel like I can, you know, two birds, one stone, read, and also, you know, walk, you know, exercise nice. and all that. So I was like, oh, let me listen to audiobooks. And I was like, can I pay attention, though? Because, like, I, I don't know. I was right. like, can I, can I pay attention to this? And I was reading audiobooks, and I was like, oh, okay, this works. So um, I remember looking up, I think it was another mystery that I had looked up. And I saw one of her books next to it, and I was like, who is this? I've seen her everywhere. So I picked it up, and it was called Where Are the Children? Yeah, this one, to me, after I had read it, I, w I went and looked up reviews, because I was like, what did people think about this? And then a lot of people, a lot of the newer reviews are people saying, this is so unoriginal. And I'm like, it was published in 1973. Right. 
I mean, back then it was it was original. Right. So, it um, is the original. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> people are like, this is like so unoriginal. It's been done so many times. I'm like, um, do you know when this was published? <laughs> I remember looking. I remember buying the book because I was like, I need. I have it on audio, but I need the book. So I remember getting the book and being like, this was crazy. Okay, my next recommendation is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And I know this was like a hit or miss for most people because it was kind of marketed as a thriller. And I find that that's part of the problem sometimes is if you go in thinking it's going to be thrilling and it it turns out to be like this slower mystery, people get frustrated with that. But I went in with no expectations and I really liked it. So it's a gripping mystery about a woman who thinks she's found the love of her life until he disappears and it's a domestic suspense mystery that takes a unique look at family loyalty and trust it came out last year i think it was like a Reese's pick i got mine from um, book of the month and yeah i read it like as soon as it i got my box and i really enjoyed it it is slower paced i initially rated it five stars but then i was like i kind of do forget some of the like nitty nitpicky details so i lowered it to like four stars but I'm sure if I reread it, I would still really like it. And it'd be like a four or five stars. You know, when I when I first heard about this one, I saw the cover. I liked the cover. And then I um, was reading, you know, the synopsis of it. And I was like, this sounds like a, a like a 90s movie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like a, a mother-daughter type thing. You know, like it just sounded, it sounds very like 90s to me, which intrigues me like more mystery thrillers always kind of like lumped together and mysteries can have like thrilling elements and i find that most thrillers have mysterious elements yeah i think that's why they're lumped together so much so i really wish that like marketing could just like not say like thriller or mystery and just like tell us what the story actually is yeah. and don't try to market it as like the next gone girl you know oh or like whatever just tell us what the story is about and let us make our own connections with what we know you know what i'm saying yeah like they always do that they're like gone girl meets the woman in the window meets the girl <laughs> on the train and i'm like <laughs> all right did you have another recommendation i think you were going to do another jillian flynn I think so. I think it was um, The Grown Up. It's The Grown Up. Um, what people are always like, is it a long one? Like, is it a long... No, it's <laughs> very tiny. <laughs> so this one... Have you read this one? Yes. I liked it. Mm-hmm. This needs to be a movie. Yes. I can totally, I can totally awesome. see this being on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, knocking it out of the park. This is one of those ones that after I read it, I was like... I was like, huh? <laughs> I know sometimes I feel like in short stories or novellas and things like Mm -hmm. that, I feel like, oh, but I wanted more. This one was just like quick and to the point and so Mm -hmm. good. Like her writing was just as good as it is in any of her novels. Mm -hmm. And it told a complete story, but it still had those twists that you like come to love from her. I loved The Grown Ups. Yeah. And then after you read it, you're like, I was like, how did you do that? Um, my next recommendation is Who is Maud Dixon by Alexandra Andrews. I think this was came out last year. It's a clever mystery that examines the relationship between artist and source material. It explores envy and ambition in a way that shows why living in one's own skin can be the scariest prospect of all. This one also has to do with like authors and writing and the publishing industry. Um, 
and it's one that I did I didn't love this one but I enjoyed it it's also the author's debut so I loved the I enjoyed the writing um I, I went into it with different expectations. So I think if I went in there with less expectations, then I probably would have liked it a little bit more. But a lot of people love this one, and I still recommend it. I remember being interested in it, but never picking it up. But now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you read it, let me know what you think. Then Yeah, the next one is The Scandalous Sisterhood of Prick Willow Place by Julie Berry. Um, this one I read on audio, and then I bought the book because I loved it so much. But this one is a middle grade. And of course, you know, I can't come on here and not talk about middle grade. Of course. <laughs> People would have my head. <laughs> I know. It's middle grade March. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is a mystery. The interesting thing about this one, though, is that people say that it teeters on YA. A little little dark for kids, but just enough that it's still in the middle grade, you know, you know, um, section. Um, so I think this is more upper middle grade. Because of like, there's some tones and there's some weird stuff going on in here. It's very old lace and arsenic. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's have. very much like that. So like, if if you've ever seen that or or read the play, um, it's very much in that morbid humor realm. Um, it's still very much a, a mystery, but it's more like you know, oh, let's hide a dead body. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's about these these girls at the school who really really hate their headmistress and one day she just drops it at the dinner table if we um i mean this is all in the synopsis so i'm not spoiling anything but if we you know tell the police we all have to go home mm-hmm. and we don't want to go home because we all really like each other and we want to stay here so they decide that they're going to hide the teacher's body all right <laughs> there you go all right my next recommendation is finley donovan is killing it by el cosmino and i actually did read the second book that just came out as well um so i won't tell you about that one finley donovan is killing it um finley is a newly divorced struggling mother of two so she has like two like younger kids um and she is a mystery and suspense writer and she's suffering from writer's block. She goes to a Panera to meet with her agent. And someone in Panera overhears her discussing the plot of her new suspense novel. And she's mistaken for a contract killer. And then the person offers her a job to take care of her husband. And it's a lot of money that she's being offered. And she's struggling, like, to pay bills. Like, she has this crappy car. Um, Her bills are piling up. All of this. And she's like, you know, could I get away with this? So, obviously, it's not like, don't take this super seriously. It's almost like a cozy mystery vibe. Um, And it's kind of funny, you know. Like, is it ridiculous? Yes. Is it unbelievable? Yes. But if you're just along for the ride and you know it's ridiculous and just fun and lighthearted, Um, You'll probably like it. My final one. I think this one is Wild Boy. This is by Rob Lloyd-Jones. This is another middle grade mystery. But this one, it's on the same realm of um, The Sisterhood of Prickle Little Place because it is, it does have like a quirky, morbid, like humor vibe to it. But it's also, it's also actually, I think this one's a little bit darker than um, The Sisterhood of Prickle Little Place because this one's about a boy who has grown up like a freak in, in the circus back in the um, 1800s. So this takes place in the Victorian era, which I absolutely adore. Um, and um, he has hair all over his body. So he's considered like werewolf boy or something. So um, 
you know he is being he he's abused a lot in in the, in the book by the ringmaster who controls him and um he finally gets away and what happens is he gets away and ends up stumbling into this crazy mystery that's going on um, this murder mystery and along with this help of this young girl he is um trying to figure out what's going on so it has a very like sherlock holmes vibe but also you know it's still pretty dark especially for metal grade and uh, it has two books in the series so it's a duology um, okay, so I have one more recommendation, and then I actually have a TV show I want to recommend, just in case people want to do that. So I wanted to recommend, like, a cozy mystery series. Some of the ones that we talked about kind of do feel more like cozy mystery, but this is an actual, like, verified cozy mystery series. It's the Mystery Bookshop series, um, and it's by VM Burns, and the first book is called The Plot is Murder. It's set in a small town on the shores of Lake Michigan, and in the story, Samantha Washington is opening her very own mystery bookstore, but before the first customer can browse its shelves, Samantha is suspected of murdering someone. Um, so what I think is really unique about this particular series is that we get, like, the main plot of her, like, opening up the bookstore and things like that but then she is also writing a mystery as well and you get that part of the story so it's like two mysteries in one and both are kind of interesting so um it's never like that book within a book thing where you're like oh, gosh we're at that part and I'm just gonna skip that or skim that or whatever both of them were very interesting so I like that and that's like the one cozy mystery series that I'm actually like actively reading um i don't have any other like cozy mystery series going on now the tv show i want to recommend have you do you have hulu mm -hmm. okay what about have you watched or are you watching only murders in the building yeah i think i'm on episode five I think I'm on like five or six. Mm -hmm. I think it might be six. I don't know. But as a bonus, I wanted to recommend that to the listeners. Only Murders in the Building. It's a mystery comedy streaming television series on Hulu starring Steve Martin and Martin Short. I mean, just those two, like freaking iconic. But it also has Selena Gomez in it. And the plot follows three characters, those three characters that I mentioned. Um, they all begin as strangers that are obsessed with a true crime podcast, which gotta love. And then there is a mysterious death in their apartment building and they decide to start sleuthing and figuring out what happened because the police are saying that like, oh, it's suicide, but they don't believe that. And um, so then they decide to create their own like podcast as well and I just love it so much I just I love Steve Martin I love Martin Short it's so hilarious but it's also like I don't know fun and mysterious and stuff like that so I wanted to recommend that just in case like you don't feel like picking up a book but you're still in the mood for a mystery highly recommend that <laughs> there's one that I'm watching right now okay the woman in the window oh my gosh this is gonna I'm gonna burn across the street or something the, the woman the woman and the woman across, across the street the from street. the woman in the window is that it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i had that's the one that we mentioned earlier and i haven't watched that and they said it's kind of like a spoof is it a spoof mm -hmm. it is but at okay. the same time it's 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 serious but like spoofy you know what it, like i said it reminds me of the maid okay. so it's very different it's it's funny but they got themselves into like something like there's going to be um, a, a sequel to it. I know. So I love mysterious books. I love mm -hmm. mysterious TV shows. So I'm all about that. 
thank you so much for sharing your recommendations with me today. I love hanging out with you. Thanks for doing this with me. I know, it's um, exciting. In this episode, Richie and I talked a lot about sequels. We also talked about his book, One Day with Miss Penderly, which he actually wrote under his pen name, R.J. Valencia. I have linked that book in the show notes, but it was so awesome talking to him about this book because I was really passionate about him writing a sequel. And not only did he confirm that he is writing a sequel, but he gave us a sneak peek into the plot. So I want to share that little conversation with you guys. Here is a sneak peek of what he has planned for the follow-up to One Day with Miss Penderly. That, you know, in this one, we do we do follow Ruby and Charlie, and they're trying to track down a mysterious dagger that's been stolen. Um, and, of course, it takes place in Miss Penderly's shop, because why not? And they, yeah, they are um, trying to track this down because there is a... You'll, you remember Minerva, right? Her grandfather has been dead for a long time. And he was, like, the worst of the worst. And there's these people who, this dagger, if you, you know, you stab it into a dead body, you bring them back to life. And so these people are trying to bring him back to life, and Ruby and Charlie are trying to stop it. It's a lot, it's a little darker, but um, it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, there's ghosts that are accidentally let out of this portal that are, like, going around the city and... And there's this mysterious fog that's going around and making people go crazy. Like, it's it's, it's a lot. I know. Like I said, I'm going to have all of your links linked in the notes. I want to also link Miss um, Pemberley because we've talked about that, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Guys, you have to go buy this book. It is, it's middle grade. It's like a warm hug. It's adventurous. It's mysterious. The characters... He designed the book cover. Like, keep all this in mind as you go and purchase your copy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's why I wrote it. I wrote it to be like a book where you can sit in your bed or on a chair or on your couch with a cup of tea or coffee or hot chocolate and just read it. And especially on a a rainy day. I definitely need to have you back because I have so many more questions about all your books. So we'll have to do that. Thank you again for coming on, chatting mysteries with me. Um, Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast to stay up to date on special announcements, book discussions, podcast guests, and other fun things. As always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can't leave a review, but you can rate us. Check the show notes for a list of the books mentioned. And as always, like I said, many times I will have all of the books that we mentioned. I will have like links to all of his social media where you can buy his books and all of that fun stuff. Until next time, happy reading.